you can never get too cocky, you know, no matter how good you are, no matter how good you get. It's uh, yeah. You could do a show for three people on a, on a midnight at the pair. And you're like, okay, what am I doing with my life? What's up, baby? Welcome back to another episode. Of, uh, let's start it up again. What's up, baby? Welcome back to another episode of Rated G with Gary G. Garcia and Brian Licata. I am your host, Gary G. Garcia, along with my partner in this information, Brian Licata. And today we got a dope-ass guest, my man Chris Kinback. Last week, in case anyone's wondering, last week, Brian had asked me uh, if there were any, any comedians coming out of the pair when I'm working the Not Quite Tuesday show who I think is ill and that people should, you know, take a second to look at. And your name was the first name that popped in my head. So I wanted to bring you on the show. This is like the, uh, we're calling this the motherfuckers to watch episode. Uh, <laughs> this I'm is a motherfucker to watch right here, yo. This is the highlight of my career so far. So I'm, uh, I'm excited <laughs> to be here from the pair. It can only go uphill from the pair. So, uh, yeah, yeah no this doubt. is, uh, this is me. This is bringing me out from the from the streets into the into the real thing. So this is exciting. We're gonna jump right, Chris. How long have you been doing comedy? I never even asked you. I've been doing it probably about five years. All maybe. right, cool. I start. I started in uh, in Boston. Maybe when I was yeah, probably like thirty years old, and I just turned thirty five. So yeah, probably about five. Uh, All right, five years. Yeah. So you've been in it for a little hot minute. I've been in it for a while, but I feel like it really starts when you get to New York. Like I got to New York about a year and a half ago, and I think that's when it, I, it's like you re, you really start to get uh, actual reps. You know, in Boston, I was I was doing it, but it's uh, nowhere near the reps that you can get in in New York. And in then New York City, yeah, yeah, and then you're just around so many good comics. You meet people from that are so good, and it's really motivating. So I think I really uh, stepped it up once I moved to New York. Well, I'm always glad to share the stage with you, man. You're an Thanks, amazing sir. comedian. Appreciate Thanks, amazing man. comedian. Appreciate it. You're originally Thanks, from Boston, sir. you said? Originally from Boston, or outside of Boston, like like Worcester, but I lived in Boston for the last, like, eight years. I lived in South Boston. <laughs> it's crazy, because I've been, I've been working with you now for a minute. You're pretty much mm-hmm. on every show we do, right? You only miss probably mm-hmm. like two or three of them. Um, yeah. But we never had a chance to really kick it. Like, I, know. I don't know you that's from a, Boston. I don't. I don't know if you got brothers, sisters, any of that shit. Like we never even kicked it. I just that's the beauty of podcast, man. It's yeah, like you yeah, finally man. get to sit down and like not be on your phone and not be trying to sell tickets and shit like that, and you get to actually like meet people. Dude, I still sell. T- I still sell tickets. <laughs> people see me at the pier and I produce the show there, and I got people barking for me. They think, oh, you know, nah, I still sell tickets out here. I got to bark. I do it once every other week, so it's not that bad. Keeps you humble. Keeps you yeah. humble. But well, yeah, comedy, no, comedy alone keeps you humble. Oh, uh, so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most it's you can never, in the world. You can never get too cocky, you know, no matter how good you are, no matter how good you get. It's, uh, yeah, you could do a show for three people on a, on a midnight at the pair, and you're like, okay, what am I doing with my life? You know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and I'll come from doing like, especially because it's on a Monday, so I'll come from doing like a show with 100, second show with like 75, I come to New York feeling all, you know, boom. And then, I, you know, four people on the show sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's humbling. Exactly, it man. Sometimes. It's, uh, yeah, you're getting a lot of But highs. last night was bubbling. It was great, man. It was, did, it was, it was a shows, rowdy crowd. Night, yeah. It was a rowdy crowd. We had that one drunk dude in the back that kept bugging out. Yeah. But, uh, but it, we had the, the most packed or, the show of the night. Yeah. 
Um, what'd you say? Yeah, did you, did you put him in his place, G? Or was it not that big of an altercation this time? No, I went up to him at one point. I told him if he didn't shut up, I was going to have to ask him, you know, to leave the fucking club. But he didn't shut up. And then at that point, there was two fucking, like, he shut up for a while. Then he started. There were two comics left at that point. It was like, I mean, it's also a midnight show. Right. It's tough because it's like, you should, there's some people I know, as soon as I sell them tickets, I'm like, these people are going to be a problem. But it's also like, you just sometimes you just want warm bodies in there. So you're like, it's yes. a pro- I know they're going to be a problem, but it's like, that's a, that's a fight we'll deal with once we're, they'll, once we're they'll in They'll surprise you sometimes. I've sometimes had people just, come in that I thought yeah. was going to be shit, and they actually wound up being some of the greatest crowd members we ever had. Right, or sometimes even better, they'll just fall asleep like on their table, and you're like, well, we got we got their money, so we're good. <laughs> That's best case scenario. The last the last episode we did, I had eaten some edibles, mm-hmm. and then and then halfway through the show, oh. <laughs> halfway through the show, they started kicking in, and, and uh, hard I had to and go fast and fast. Yeah, but you know what it is? I was eating edibles for like three weeks straight with my son. Mm-hmm. Because my boy, uh, my boy, something or what? No, my boy just opened up a dispensary. Actually, so he gave me a little, a little thing over here. That's the small bat. That's the small jar. He gave me a big one too. So big up, big up to Apollo Buds out in Astoria, Queens, New York. They're getting ready to open in like two weeks or so. Dude, um, I just went to one today. I live in Astoria, and uh, it was on Steinway. Where's your buddies at? Oh, my, uh, my buddies is opening it on Crescent Street and uh, Queens Boulevard, Astoria Boulevard. Yeah, I'll have to go check it out because I went to the one in Steinway today. I'm right by Steinway and 30th. Oh, okay. I know exactly so, where that is. If anybody, wants hood, to hunt, dog. if anybody doesn't like me on this podcast, they can come hunt. They know where to find me. But That's, um, that's my hood, dog. Story really? That's hood. where you're from? That's where I'm from. Ravenswood. No shit. I used really? to hang out on Broadway and Crescent Street all day, every day. That was our block. Dude, I love it there. Yeah, Steinway is a, uh, a madhouse. I'll come home to some nights on, like, Monday or Tuesday at, like, 2, 3 a.m., and people are people are raging on Steinway. The, la- the last <laughs> time I went out there, man, there were a lot of closed stores. How is it now? Is it popping again? Yeah, it or seems or like things still- are opening back up. Like, the, I saw the dispensary today. I saw a bunch of things that are just going up. I don't know what the stores are. Yeah, There's I'm a bunch of like the, you know, Steinway, that's the spot. In Astoria, that's the spot where you go shopping. You know, that's like the mm-hmm. the main spot. Trying, last yeah. time I went there, man, it was depressing. Yeah, a lot of stuff shut down. I think it's all new people that are moving in now. There's a lot of like a lot of puppy stores, a lot of a lot of uh, like ice cream shops and stuff like that. So it's probably not the not the your hood. Your people are moving uh, in, Brian. To. Exactly, Brian. Your people are moving in. They're taking over. <laughs> Italians. No, the fucking yup, the yuppie fucks, the yuppies is moving in, taking over, raising the prices. See what happened? You moved to Florida. This motherfucker moved to Florida. Now the prices are going up. Yeah, bro. That's what y'all do, man. Twenty-five percent rent increase over over a fucking year in Florida. I live I live in Florida, South South Florida. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. That's insane, dude. That's why you can wear the wife beater all day, though. Yeah, it's the white beater edition of the shirt. It's a nice day out today. And honestly, I, I, I was like, fuck it. I'm pretty sure Brian's going to wear one because he always throws on a white beater every now and then. And I figured if it was nice here, it must be fucking gorgeous where he's at. So he's going to show up with a white beater. I didn't want him flexing his good weather on me. 
And I got a little, I got a little, I got a little tan this weekend too. And honestly, I, I was, I was kind of, I don't know why, Chris. I was expecting you to have a white Peter on too. No, I feel bad that I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I said, roll my no sleeves Chris, up, so I have one. I was thinking, no one, Chris, he's gonna show up with a white beater. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, I'm, I just for some reason thought it. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad. I'm glad that's the vibe I give off. Is a wife beater vibe. You know, that's a that's a good vibe you, to give off. You definitely have a, a wife beater vibe. I'm oh, thank you. Me, I appreciate. I appreciate that. You ain't got no kids or anything like that, right? No, no kids. Uh, so, yeah. See, I, just, I know you uh, ain't got no kids because if you had kids, I'm sure I would have been hearing you ripping the shit out of kids. And you, oh, your I would be, a, I would be a horrible dad. People ask me that because I have nieces and nephews, and I'll post. Sometimes I'll post pictures, and they're like, "Those are your kids." I'm like, I see these kids once, once every like four months. I'm like, what kind of father? What do you think I am that I would just never see my kids, and then once in a while post a picture with them and be like, "Hey." I would hide. Yo, Brian. Them. If I was hiding them. I would hide them full time. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put them. Yeah, up that's what I'm saying. All. Like right away, I was like, he can't have no kids because he would be fucking. He'd be ripping them apart. Yo, be a horrible play, dad. Uh, play like two clips that I sent you today, man. Oh, okay. These cats could see my man at work. I sent oh, him we'll a bunch see. of clips when he was coming. My son's a big fan of you too, man. Oh, I love your son, man. He's great. Yeah, my I son. I told him you could be on the show. He was like, "Oh shit, dope." I love. I, I always try to do new shit when he's uh, when he's around because I know he I know he follows me on and you always, Instagram. He's, so he's, it's when tough. everybody else ain't laughing, you hear him laughing. I hear laugh him. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's just he's a sick me fuck like me when it's <laughs> when it's bombing. I need him around. I need to bring him to every show. So I'm like, no, if he says it's good, it's good. <laughs> this is my man Chris right here. <laughs> Got pulled over the other day for uh, for texting and driving. Cop was cool though and let me off with a DUI. <laughs> Pays to be white, baby. Got pulled over the other day for. Uh, play that other one that I gave you. The the. Which one? Wait, thank God you, Thank God you don't have any of me bombing. You know, that would be. Uh, thank God I don't post. Those. Go to the that one above, right above that one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like girls on first dates always ask the same question, right? Are you a serial killer? You know, because by law, you have to answer that truthfully. You can't be dishonest. Uh, I never know how to answer that question. If you answer it sarcastically, uh, you kind of look like a serial killer. You know, but then if I answer it honestly, that she knows I'm a serial killer. <laughs> so I feel like girls on first. That's my boy Chris, man. This dude, he just has, he just keeps hammering them out. Every time I see you, you got like new material too, man. I try to write, yeah, I try to write a little bit every day. Lately, I've been bad about it, but it's, um, yeah, it's good to like to be able to get up and shit all the time. It's just when I'm not getting up, then I'm not as motivated to write. But it's like when you keep getting up and you keep seeing a lot of the same people over and over again, you want to have. You want to have new stuff, you know. You don't want to keep keep doing the well, old. Dude, you you motivate me like crazy. Actually, you and a bunch of other cats going to New York just motivates me like mad, dude. To see cats like really hungry and and working on new material and shit, and it just makes me want to come up with new shit all the time, man. You know, like Thanks, the other man. night, you know, last night's show was actually pretty good. Everybody was banging it out. Yeah, and I went after a bunch of good motherfuckers. So that's the thing good. about about being down there at the pair. It's new people in there all the time and, and people are really good. And when you think you're like, you think you'll kill and then somebody will come up and kill like way hard and I'll be like, Oh, that that's killing. You know, it's like, Oh, that, that person is, uh, what, yeah, it's what did you do? Uh, like what did you do before comedy? 
I did a bunch of jobs that I like didn't like. I did uh, like tech recruiting. I did sale. I did different sales jobs. I did. Oh my god! I could picture you as a salesman. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I wasn't great. No, at actually, it. I can't. I can't picture <laughs> salesman at all. I was being one hundred percent sarcastic. Yeah, I just uh, I I I didn't have the closing ability. You know that I was just like, uh, take it if you want. If you don't want, it, I don't. I don't really. I, I'm not good at like telling people to do That's something the they don't want to do. That's why I'm a hor- I'm horrible at selling tickets. Because I'm yeah. always like, look, if you want to take the time to think about it, I'm not going to push you into it. Right. You know, That's and then exactly you see people like PD yeah. and Mike, they're like, come on, man, you can get some tickets right now. And they'd be like, eh, yeah. come on, man, get some tickets right now, man. What else are you going to do? <laughs> and they push it. Right. Me, I go, yeah. you know, listen, think about it. You got time to think about it. If you want to come back. And they're like, dude, yeah. that's not how you close. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? You know yeah, I'm it's kind of like a ticket salesman, man. I'm a motherfucking comedian. I don't want to push this dude to buy the tickets. And then he has to go up and watch me. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Almost- now he's got an attitude like this motherfucker better be funny. Right. I don't, right. I don't push nobody, yeah. man. Yeah. I say, listen, the shit's a dope show. I'm on it. I'm worth the price of the ticket. If you want to come, come. They'd be like, eh, and I'd be like, just think about it. Yeah. I get probably like maybe 20% comebacks on that. Everybody else just That's- thinks about it. Don't come back. That's how it is. You kind of want to just leave it up to the universe and be like, hey, I'm confident enough in, in my abilities. It's like it's like trying to pick up a chick. It's like, hey, I'll uh, I'll take you to water. But if you don't want to drink, like there's only so much I can I can do for you. You know, it's your loss. I, I could picture you fucking trying to pick up a chick. Yeah, I, that I think you're probably good at. I try a lot, so you well, that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot like a comedy. Lot, it's just it's just reps, and it's. Uh, What's the joke you got about returning your phone? <laughs> oh, I I uh, I, I had to uh, get. I finally got a new phone. My old my old one wasn't letting girls text me back. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's partially a joke, but partially not. Partially not. Yeah. Partially a joke. Well, look, all great jokes have some truth behind it, right? <laughs> yeah. That's that one, I, re- I really did get a, a new phone, and I was because I, I was convinced my old one was like fucked up, and it was like not letting girls text me back. And then I got like a new phone, turned it on, I had no text messages. So I was like, no, they just weren't texting me. I was like, there's no way eight, there's no way eight girls didn't text me back. Like something's yeah, got to go on. And then I'm like, oh no, that's really what happened. <laughs> that's really bad. Do you do you do any of the like any of the like Tinder or any of that shit? I don't, dude. I got big into the uh, like street pickup. Like, um, kind of my my buddy actually, my roommate actually works with like one of the top dating coaches, like pickup artists, I guess you would call him. So I learned a lot from him, and we got really into that, and. Uh, yeah, once you go down that hole, it's tough yeah. to go back to like yeah. the apps and stuff. Get, get ahead, Brian. Get ahead, no, Brian. So, so I, I, I like this. I, I, I always, always love the psychology behind that shit. Yeah. Um, well, I lived in Tahoe, and what I did for like six months is I would give girls my number on on matchbooks from the from the casino and see if they would, you know, call me back. And that's what I would do. Be like, yeah. listen, I'm going to this bar tonight at ten o'clock. If you want to come, come. I'll be there. And then I would go. Yeah. You know, sometimes they would come, sometimes they wouldn't. But, you know, it was just like, it was, it was better than I gotta, doing that. I got to get deeper into this. What, yeah, yeah, let's, what let's is it you're it. saying? You're saying that you've been taught the skills of the pickup? Yeah, kind of like the, the, art, the, the art of the pickup. Uh, you, had a, you had like a pickup artist that yeah. showed you the ways? Yeah. I had like a firsthand uh, the end share, to the, to the share a artist. little bit, uh, share a couple of nuggets with me <laughs> yeah. as to like as to like 
how you go about what what is it that they well, what what is it that like a pickup artist tells you so the very basics is just kind of like going up to a girl i mean <laughs> I, I i had a lot of success like during the day so not at like clubs and stuff because i don't really go out to i mean i'll go out to bars but i've never had a ton of success at at bars but it's mostly like during the day especially when it's nice out like you go to like washington yes. square park you go to anywhere and like not like very few people are doing it or know what they are doing. So when you can do it, it's, uh, I mean, it's kind of ballsy and it's it, a lot of women appreciate it. A lot of women are like, get the fuck away. Like, what are you doing? Well, it's a numbers game at the end of the day. Yeah. So it's like, you do it to enough. And I've had some crazy experiences from it where it'll go from like meeting them on the street right there to like bringing them home to my apartment within like an hour or two. Yo, it's like, bro. That's happened. That's the happened. serial killer shit <laughs> is true. The joke is true, bro. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I feel like you are. I feel like if you're learning tricks, like if you're learning like psychological tricks, I kind of feel like you're almost a you're almost a predator. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not really tricky. Yeah, there are, there, feel to it, yo. There are some uh, techniques, I'll say, but there's no real like tricks. It's just kind of like going with the. So like, so like, what would they tell you? Have a good connection. What would, what would like, if I went to a pickup artist and I said, show me the ways, what would be the first way? Like, how do you approach a woman? What is the first thing you say? Hi, my name is, do you come off with a joke? Do you, cause I honestly do not kick it to women. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, people... I make jokes about it. When I talk to a chick on the stage, like I'll make a comment to a chick. I go, that's why I love being on stage. Cause on stage, I'll talk to you. I said, mm -hmm. if we was in a club, I'd never say nothing to you. I just. Look yeah. at you like a fucking psycho because I'm old now, yeah. you know? So it's like, yeah, I got a joke yeah. like that. But all my life, I never, like, was the type of dude to walk up to a chick and be like, hey, how you doing? My name, even if even if we're sitting there giving each other eye contact the really, whole night. Really, bro? That, see, that surprises me. I, I, didn't get, I didn't get that from you. Really? Nah. I'm yeah. not a dude that goes up like that. Even if, like I said, we could be sitting, giving eye contact all night. If that chick never came up to me, we would have never spoke. Mm. Uh, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of comics, I've noticed, like, can, they can get up in front of hundred people and feel totally fine but like tell them to go up to a chick they're like no fucking chance because it's much more personal it's much more like yeah. yeah the rejections are are harder i'd say it's almost scarier to do it i mean i've been doing it now for a while so it's not as scary to me but to go up to yeah, a girl well, i guess when you once you've been doing it you know rejection becomes like shit it's like selling tickets it's <laughs> yeah, 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 they, they almost look forward to it did it give you more confidence on stage from doing that shit you think it probably it probably helps yeah it because it's similar um yeah similar part of your brain where it's just like yeah you just got to power you just got to power through no matter what happens here you're just going to do it and you know on the other side of it everything's fine it's like yeah i think our your biggest fear is is rejection because it's ingrained in you and it's a lot of uh it's very primal that like if you got rejected by like a chick back in the day you'd be rejected by your whole tribe that's another thing i learned from uh from the pickup artists is like the history of why we're, of why, of why we're so scared to do it. And it's like, cause in, in your brain, it's like, Oh, I'm going to die if this girl rejects me. So I'm just going to not, I'm just going to not take the chance. But once you realize, Oh, I'm not going to die. And that's what that fear is. It's just a, a fear of rejection. So, and once you so, get over that, you, your whole world. So is it, up. is it more like they get more into your psyche? In other words, a way of you to just be more confident and less of like, a manipulation m manipulation kind of thing it's definitely more of like knowing that you know what's the worst that's gonna happen yo she gonna yeah. say no 
you right. know. And dudes always look at hot chicks like with a with an ugly dude, and they'd be like, "How did he get her?" And it's because he was the only one that had the guts to walk up to her and say, "Hey, what's up?" Right, right. You know a lot of saying? times that's it. Yeah, I don't I don't do too much like technique or all this other stuff. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's going up and saying, "Hi, I think you're, I think you're cute. What's up?" And they could be like, "No, thanks." They could be like. They'll talk, they'll talk. And then once, once a girl gives you the time of day, then you kind of got to turn on your personality and you got to have some stuff to say. You can't just be like, Oh, Oh my God, I can't believe you're, well, that's you're talking to me now. Tricky. That's when it's the like, okay, do they, do we actually thing. have a connection. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. another thing that it's like made me develop that because it was like, okay, now I, now I can get a girl to stop and say hi. And she meets me and she's like, no. And that one hurts even more. Cause she was like, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to give you but a then chance. She got to know you, but yeah, then I've she known really a couple know of people. I know a couple of people. I know there's one comedian who met this chick online and she came out to watch his set. And when they first, before the set, she was all happy to see him, blah, blah, blah. Then after the set, she had to go. When he's like, what the fuck is up with that? You know, like, you know, and I said, well, I'm guessing she saw your set and called an audible. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm that saying? Happens, she saw sure. your set and was like, this dude is bugging. And was yeah. like, called an audible. It's gotta hurt. That, that can definitely happen. Yeah. That's the hurt. thing. It's like when you're relying on that, it's tough. Cause it's like I've I've uh met some girls after shows, but it's like it's never the it's never the the ones like you want. But when you when you're able to just like pick out a girl on the street, that's like cause then it's like, okay, I'm, you're only really approaching beautiful women. Cause if it's like if it's gonna take a lot of courage, you're not gonna go up to whoever. You're gonna go up to a girl that like, okay, this girl really makes me nervous. So there must be something about her that uh, that I'm so nervous, and it's like my those are the ones that you want to do. My son is gonna love this episode right now. My son is gonna love this episode. He has a chick at his job that he likes, and I'm like, dude, if you like it, just go over there and say fucking hello. What you know? What's the worst she could say? Got to do it. But he yeah, that's when fucking episode. That's when the world opens up to you because it's like normally it's just like okay, I'll say I work with a girl at a coffee shop. I got to say hi to her or something like that. You get nervous. You put all this all this pressure on yourself and then you you say you finally get the nerve to say something to her and she's like no not interested but it's like when it's the entire new york city that you can go out and talk to any girls out there your whole world opens up like i've i've met so many insanely like beautiful women that i would have never met and like on the apps i'm not going to meet these girls because it's like it's impossible to meet like a real beautiful girl unless you're like a, a really like studly guy there was some, somebody told me that like 90 percent of women are going after like 10 percent of guys on the app so it's like 90 unless yeah. you're a fucking knockout dude right. you're not getting anything on the app because every girl wants the same guy on paper every girl thinks they want the same guy but it's like if you can get in front of them and get your personality in front of them you can get girls that like you have no business getting this dude is a fucking i did not know we were dealing with a fucking pimp See, <laughs> i did not know this shit son <laughs> I did not know this shit. This motherfucker dropping some shit. This turned yep. into a crazy episode right now. I knew you was gonna be fire. <laughs> my roommate, my roommate teaches Yo. guys on the on the weekends. He teaches guys. He takes guys down to the park and they'll pay. How they'll pay much? Good does, mo- yeah. How much does he get paid? Pay good money. That's what I want to. I mean, his his boss makes. I don't know exactly, but I want to say if you want to do like a, a weekend with his boss because his boss is like way up there i want to say like it's between like two and four grand for like a weekend where he where he takes you out during the day then he takes you out at night and he breaks down everything you do he does he does some stuff with you so my 
roommate works like under him. So he were he probably not as much, but probably at least like a hundred bucks an hour, 200 bucks an hour. Oh my God. To I, I, I got to get into that business. See, cause yeah. you know, those who can't coach and I'm a right. great coach. Like in right. other words, I know, I know how to, you know, what you should do to go kick it. I just don't yeah. do it. Plus I don't fucking right. like, plus with me, to. I yeah, don't yeah, fucking want, point, you know, like I don't want to meet new people. I just don't, man. I don't mean I don't want to meet new people, but I don't need no, no chicks in my life, man. Fucking distracting me from what I, what I'm looking to do. I'm very focused on what I'm doing right. as far as, you know, dealing with all that shit. Mm-hmm. But I know I could definitely tell dudes what to do and what they're doing wrong. Mm. It's easy yeah. to take someone out and be like, yo, you like that? All right, son, pump them up and be like, go over there and get that shit. Go over there and kick it. And then if it doesn't happen, you freak them. Yo, look, look, man, it's a numbers game. You know, like just, just build up their confidence. That's really what right. you're doing. Right. Yeah, because from an outsider, it's easy to be like, hey, go say hi to her. And that's all it is. Yeah, know? like, but don't it's be like, afraid, though. Come on, man. You a good-looking dude. Look at you, man. Look, ah, ah, ah. Wipe his eyebrows back, you know, smack him up a couple times, get them cheeks rosy. Exactly. But, yeah, once you go down that rabbit hole, it's a time suck, man. I mean, I've spent a lot of time doing it. So it's, uh, it can fucking consume you. Because, like, once so you now, do it a couple times, you're like, oh, You shit, should come to Miami, bro. I think you would have Oh, that would, I would just be – my brain wouldn't be able to handle so it. So now my question is, what is, it, what is it, though, when you go out and you do this, right? Is it, is, is it that getting the number and knowing you can get the number – is what makes you go, this shit is like addictive or is it that you're actually looking at like to sleep with all these chicks and sleeping with them is the final result of it being successful. Yeah, of course you want to, you want to sleep with them, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a no brainer. He said it very simple. Yeah, of course you want to sleep with them. <laughs> that's, that's the end goal. <laughs> yeah, of course you want to, but yeah, at the end of the day, you're looking for a connection. So yeah, in the beginning, you're just trying to get a number. Then you get a number and you're like, okay. And then you got to figure out texting. Texting's a whole nother, a whole nother like book on on stuff you got to do there. That's infuriating. You get texting girls that are hard. interested. Then you got to get into the texting. Then you got to get it, get them out on a date. Then the date is a whole nother aspect of things you got to work on. So it's like all that stuff. And then eventually, um, yeah, you just look. It's just How a, do you another have time way of for dating. That's the thing. Those two things. <laughs> Can uh, can now, take up a lot of time. Yeah, man, that's a lot of work. That's why I'm, that's why I don't give it. Like I don't even, you know, it's a ton of work. Yeah, that's why it's got to be pricey it. too, bro. It's, like, it's got to be expensive taking all those girls out. It can be. I do a lot of coffee dates, so that's a good uh, good way around it. You know, because it's kind of kind of harmless, and it's like a good way to be like, hey, do we actually have a connection? Right. Is there anything here? Yep, it's or not. Like but um, fan of the coffee date. But yeah, the coffee so, day is so are good, you trying but... to find a wife in those beautiful women, or are you just like, I just want to swim in women? I actually have a girl now, so it's uh, like within the last like couple days, like within the last week, I kind of got a uh, a girlfriend that I mean, I'm gonna be exclusive with, I guess. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we're I gonna guess. try. <laughs> we're gonna try. <laughs> it's new, so we're gonna try. We're gonna try it, but it's like, yeah, it's kind of like. <laughs> Not it's if she like watches this episode, bro. Not if she watches this episode. <laughs> no, it's like a it's like a dog chasing cars. It's like once you catch one, you're just like, oh fuck. Like, what do I like? I really like this girl. She's into me. And it's like, okay, now I start getting this like 
it's a whole nother thing where now now you're like, sitting there I, with this bumper in your mouth yeah <laughs> and a whole car attached to it and you're like what do i do now yeah <laughs> you hold on until it drags you for miles and miles and miles and then you let go that's what happens yeah yeah exactly so now but now i have like a attachment anxiety problem and now i have to like look into it now i have to figure that out about myself so it's a it's a good way to like figure out shit about yourself through yeah, through women you, you get know? a lot of anxiety I don't usually. It's only with with women. Like in my last couple of relationships, well, women will do that I've, to you. I've gotten anxiety, and it's been like I didn't even know I had this like weird anxiety where I'm like waiting for them to text me back. I'm just like, what are they thinking? Are they into me? Like I'm into them and stuff like that. So it's um, yeah, that, it's, that's uh, weird because so uh, so then so then once you kind of close on the deal, that's when the anxiety kicks in. Because before that, so. you have the, you know, your attitude is whatever, whatever. And that's what gets them. But then once you get them, then you get the anxiety of wanting to keep them. Exactly. And it's what like you, you have can to be... understand is the way to keep them is to keep doing what you're doing. That's the thing. Yeah. And not be care, like... man. I mean, because right. at the end of the day, you know, the, you know what I think when it comes to relationships, man, the problem is, is that people are looking for some sort of forever. Like at the end of the day, they're looking for some sort of forever. And, and you know, it's a nice thought in your head, but they don't look at time being things of moments. Right. You no. Know? So for me, it's quality of time, you know, not quantity of time all the time. So it's like people kind of bug out. It's like they're looking for a person to stay with forever. So they, they get this stress and this anxiety of what the other person's doing. And it's just, just ride it out, dog. You can right. the deal, ride it out, you know, see where it takes you, mm-hmm. you know, each day, if y'all still want to see each other, you continue to see each other. Right. You know, right. I mean, yeah, it's weird. Like, I always found it weird too with dudes. Like, when their chicks want to break up with them, they're like, "I'm not letting you break." Why you want to be with someone that just told you they don't want to be with you? Yeah, it's a weird thing, man. Yeah, it's an it's an attachment uh, problem that is ingrained in this from like babies. So you have to like you have to deal with it, and it's uh, yeah, it's a thing that like I never really knew I've had. Like I've had girlfriends in the past, but it's always been. It's always been fine. Like, it's been great. And then, like... And your moms and pops are still together, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, so, like, you don't really have abandonment issues. Right. Do you think it's a thing of wanting to get somebody that you're going to be with forever because your mom and pops made it, so you don't want to get someone and then get divorced, and they look at you like, yo, that's not the way we raised you? Yeah, like... Does that put a pressure on you? No, it doesn't really. I I don't really think about that. I think about... um, yeah, like losing a girl or a girl being like out of your league, like when you get her and you're like, oh shit, like this girl is fucking super hot. Cause you're like, uh, my, my ability to pick up women, my life hasn't matched that yet. Like, say that's at like a 10. My when they come, when I bring them into my life, yeah, you're picking up chicks that they're, they're Instagram, uh, they're always drinking fucking mojitos. They got their feet on some beach somewhere. Mm-hmm. They're partying exactly. on yachts with their friends and shit. And you're coming over going, well, you know, we could do coffee again tomorrow. Yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. I, I got to go do a show at midnight at the pair for four people. If you want to come. Not last that. night. Last night it was popping. <laughs> i be promoting that show on here. That shit was popping last night. But I will say this. Even when there are just a few people. Don't we always get like a good, the good. It's, it's like we get it's always more, rocking. It's the four people that you want. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? In fact, when we have more people, I tend to get a little nervous. Yeah, because they're going to get rowdy. Last night it was packed, but it was also very rowdy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel, you know I feel like if it gets packed back there, is that because the bar is got busy and people like spilled over? You just sold a lot of tickets. No, so we, we got, we sold tickets last night. Yeah. So I don't, you know, they sold tickets. These, that's my crew, man. These dudes have been knocking it out. We've only canceled maybe three shows the whole time we started that. And that's through the winter. Yeah. During the cold yeah. and shit. How long have you been yeah. doing it? When did we start? Since the first day, right? Y'all, y'all been with us, but you don't even really bark that much. You only bark for me every once in a while. Yeah. But it's just trying um, to put you on the show. Yeah, at least uh, at least what six months? Yeah. I'd say the first three barkers that we had. The truth of the matter is, and that's the thing, we have such good fucking comedians barking for us. You know, like they put in their work and now they don't even, you know, just get on the shows with us. They don't, yeah, you know, it's they beautiful. don't bark no more. And the three barkers I got now are fucking amazing too, man. They're gonna fucking move up too, and I'm gonna be running out of fucking barkers. <laughs> no, that's a good thing saying? about about there, man. You get you, you put in the time, and then uh, and then it helps. It's a great way to get get stage time early on. Like I would recommend everybody. I believe start with that because it's the best way to get on stage. I believe I was part of the crew that like made that happen with uh, Kenny and 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 Gabe. You know what I'm saying? Like when they first really? started. Yeah, it was me. It was it was a it was a big crew that helped it all happen. But in charge of it all was was Kenny and and Gabe Dorado, and um, so like once we made it into a real club where it was a real club, I honestly believe that they're gonna do documentaries about that place. Yeah, I really do. I feel like it's it's the CBGBs of comedy. Everybody come, you're coming out of there. I'm coming out of there. Kenny's coming out of there. Gabe, Adam, yeah. these are all smoking ass comedians all the comedians from new york all you know it went from a place that people were dissing to a place that everybody want to play there at least fucking once it's fucking bang yeah. they're gonna yeah. make documentaries about that place it was mine you seen how their shirts are like the cbgb shirts you ever seen that one and instead of own fog it's in dive bar in front and no, it says uh it says grizzly pear g g p c c c grizzly pear yeah. comedy club that was my idea because I told them that I was talking to the owner. I said, dude, me and the owner were sharing a bed in Atlantic City. <laughs> you better get a cut of that merch. Fucking fucking drunk. We was drunk. I was about to get on the fucking bus to come home. And he, he texts me. I'm in Atlantic City. Where are you? The owner of the Grizzly Pair. And I'm like, dude, I'm on the bus. He goes, ah, I came out. I thought he was going to hang out. And I fucking left the line. I had a ticket. I left the fucking line, went to hang with him and got wasted. Dude, those guys are great over there. Up. Even the regulars there are, they should have their own documentary it's, it's, on the regulars there. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like anyone who talks about it is going to say that. It's, it's not just the place. It's the vibe. There's an energy there that's not like any other comedy club. I'm sorry. I've been to them all and they're all great comedy clubs. But there's something about that spot. You roll up in the front on a popping night. All the comedians are out there with the people from the bar just chilling. Everybody talking, chilling, smoking. It's the shit. Yeah, it's almost like a speakeasy too in the back. A lot of people don't even know it's back there. I, I walk back the there. I went, I, went, packed. I think I went up there maybe like two, two or three years ago for the first time. Gee, did I go with you? You and Mark? Did we? Yeah, I think we Not rocked with up me. There maybe with Mark. No. Not with me. I don't think so. You might have. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. How many years? Two years ago? You want me to remember? Are you for real right now? I don't remember either, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to offend you. You enjoyed it. I had a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really cool. It was, it was nice because it was like cold and rainy. And then we like went in and it was like, you know, warm and like dimly lit. Like it was just like, 
with yeah, that little nice slight, that light, that slight smell of not quite feet, <laughs> right? You're like, yeah, that's almost like- the smell of feet, but it's not, it's not always like that. But I had a little bit of that last night. I went in there last night. I was like, mm. <laughs> feeling a little pungent tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel like you can get away with more back there too, as far as jokes go and stuff like that. It's like the crowd kind of knows going in. It's like, okay, we're they're a tough crowd usually. Like I've never had an issue with with offending anybody or anything <laughs> like that, or even crowds like pulling back. It's like sometimes they'll start pulling back, and then they're like, okay, this is what this is where we're at. We're in a we're in a back room. It's dark. It's dingy. If there's anywhere where this stuff, I got pulled in off the street. Like I really don't have the right to be to be upset about jokes right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, last two weeks ago, I forgot they, who was on stage though. and he made, he made that joke about the Ukraine or something. And that one dude stood up and started, you know, <laughs> getting upset. Yeah. Maybe that's a little sensitive of a topic right now. Yeah, too soon. <laughs> the other day on that the radio, be. because on Mondays I do a radio segment with the morning shows out here. 100.7, right? Yeah. Uh, with my boy uh, Jojo and Scotty. And they said, what do you, because it's like all about conspiracies. Yeah. So they asked me, what do you think about the Ukrainian, the, the Russian-Ukrainian war? I said, first, you'd have to prove to me that there is a Ukrainian. Because <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. I've never been there. I've seen pictures and shit, but we all know pictures collide, you know. I don't really know anybody who's from there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Ooh, I mean, that's, that's not to say I believe in Puerto Rico. I believe in Puerto Rico a little more because I know a bunch of people who went to Puerto Rico. Yeah, I don't know yeah. no, per- no person from the Ukraine. So I don't know. Right. Maybe but it's how do you know there. it wasn't just Florida, bro? They could have been. How you know it's not ma- a made up fucking place. I don't know. Prove it to me. Yeah, and they, then could I'll believe fly, it. they could fly, Somebody you fly me out there for free. Not now right. when things settle down. And, you know, <laughs> that I'll be a believer. I'm, Make me a believer. I mean, that's just as good a conspiracy as any other conspiracy here. So it's right. like people, people can be like, that's crazy. I'm like, yeah, every conspiracy is fucking crazy. That's just as reasonable as any other. Yeah, but every truth is just as crazy as every conspiracy. Right. True indeed. Right. So I was telling, I was, we were talking yesterday about how, his, I mean, not yesterday, last episode, how history goes to the winner. And I said, maybe the only reason why we believe the world is round is because the flat earthers were a lot smaller than the round earthers. They beat the shit out of all the flat earthers. And now the world is round. Well, dude, yeah, goes, they, yeah Gal- Galileo, they, 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 they like wanted to execute him, you know, for saying that because, the, the earth wasn't the center of the universe. You know, I mean, they, they thought that up until like the 15 or 1600s and that it was flat. Like flat yeah, earthers, so not, nothing new. It's old. People, maybe. Maybe Kyrie is at the at the head of the uh, Kyrie's our Galileo. We shun him, but at the end of the day, he's the one. He's the one that got it right. He's the one that got it right. <laughs> yeah, but that's crazy though. If you think about it, man, it's like it's like you know. Well, who cares actually if it's round or flat? I personally don't care. I'm not a flat earther, but I have become a round Earth skeptic. <laughs> there's been there enough questions that i just want shit was happening i remember like Shaq came out and he was saying it and then like steph curry i think said it and they've, they've all been pretty quiet lately but it's like there was a but while you know where everybody is, was like maybe but you know what's crazy though is it's only because right away we don't even give it the thought why don't we give it the thought because one of the first things we learn as children and it's one of the things they teach us 
you know, when we're children. So we, we accept that as truth. You understand what I'm saying? So like, we can't even begin like, oh, don't even come at me with that. That is the most ridiculous thing. But people forget before everyone said it was round, people thought it was flat. Yeah. And when motherfuckers were saying it was round, they were like, those motherfuckers are bugging. You know what I'm saying? So Dude, it's that's... like, you really never know. Not that to me that it matters, but I'm just saying, like, they taught us that in a time when our minds weren't able to question anything. We took it all as fact. Yeah. Most people believed in Santa Claus at one point. You know what I'm saying? Because it was told to you by the person you trusted. Right. You know, by and the then man. you look at NASA. Who taught us that? NASA, NASA. You mean the place created by Nazis? <laughs> where they took all those Nazi scientists during paperclip and they fucking bought them in and created NASA. That's who we're taking our shit from. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if I heard it was a lie. <laughs> like, who would be surprised? You yeah, know? that it's like when I, I remember when I first watched Truman Show. Did you ever watch the Truman Show? Of course. Jim Carrey. I remember course. watching that. We talk about like, that all the time. For years, I thought for sure that my, I was on Truman Show, you know, and now you really can't prove you really can't disprove that you're never that you're not on Truman Show, you know. Yeah, I could tell you this. We're just not all in on it. Right. Exactly. The only Maybe difference Oz and the movie is in the movie. Everybody was in on it. Yeah, but that's you what, what you would say for that one person. Say, that's what you would say if you were in on it, you know. You know, like if I was in on if you if it's your Truman show, I would be like, of course. Maybe I am in on it, dog. Exactly. Yo, that is something you would say if you was in on it. <laughs> right. So yeah, for a while I thought that for some reason I, I stopped thinking it, but now I think I'm gonna I'm think I'm gonna obsess over it again, maybe. What's that? Because of this. The Truman like, Show. Oh, the Truman Show. Oh, yeah, well, we had, we had, I had asked Brian the question. I don't even remember. This was a while ago, like episode three. But I asked the question. Boom. You go to sleep tonight, Chris. Right? Mm -hmm. You wake up. Turn on your TV and you see that somebody broke through the sky. Somebody broke through the glass ceiling. Just like mm -hmm. in the Truman Show. There's a hole there in the middle of a cloud. Do you go through? No, I don't think I even... I think it's like crazy. It like happens. And then uh, you just go back to living, living your life. I don't think I'm that. I'm you don't want to know what's on the other side. You're not going to go through to be like, what the fuck is on I mean, the how other do side I get, of How do I get there? Does it require a lot of effort? <laughs> <laughs> that is probably the truest shit said right there. That's what it all comes down to, right? How close yeah. is the fucking thing. You know, I mean, I could go there, but I could also go to Paris. So yeah, it's great. Is the grass really greener on that side? I kind of like my life right now. Do I want to see? I guess that's what's what it on the other comes side. Down to right, it comes down to how much you like your life now. I would think that the people who don't like their lives now would clamor to that shit to try to go out there and see what happens, right? Well, just I mean, to see I, what's on the other side. Yeah, I like my life definitely, but I'm definitely checking out what the fuck is up on the other side, bro, for sure. I'm always checking. I'll probably I, just I, ask I, one of my friends that goes. He'll be like, tell me how it is. There you go. But you I'm, know, not, go, I'm not going in a spaceship out. I'm not doing that. That's not happening. Nah, no. you just walk through the door. You walk through the yeah, door, dude, and another find out that once in, you walk through, you're in this fucking huge-ass fucking room with just other little fucking universe fucking people living in other spots and shit. 
I don't yeah, know. It, it'd be interesting to know it's there, but I don't know that I would uh, that it would change my life. You know, Plus, be yeah. like, oh, that's a cool, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, do you want to go and li- learn some new shit? It's like when people talk about yes. space and stuff all the time. It's like that doesn't even it doesn't even register in my in my it's head because it's so far it. out there. Yeah, it's like oh, it seems crazy. It, it, it seems like you're interested in like uh, like history and like primal psychology, right? Like yeah, of course. Surprising that you're not into in this space then, because it's all it's all time. You're just consumed with the time on Earth versus time exterior. My brain just also. doesn't. My brain just doesn't go that far out. It only goes. Mm-hmm. It only goes to the present moment. Brian's, go into Brian's like, a science dude. Yeah. Brian likes that science. Love shit. it. He dude. wants to know. Always, always have science and yeah. Yeah, man. They're, they're 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 both really related. You know. Yeah. Very There's no science right now, dog. It's all a business now. Science is a scam now. Well, it's always been a scam. <laughs> it's a scam now. It's I even like I be like I said, I be sitting there watching that forensic file shit for years, watching it for years, and being like, "Yo, them motherfuckers are ill." Now, I question all that shit. It's not science. It's fucking bullshit. It's all like you know, some of it. The DNA, I still kind of trust. I still kind of trust the DNA, kind of. Mm. Kinda, because the truth is, you know, all right, I get locked up. They say the DNA on that, the DNA on my shit, right? They take my DNA. I can't read DNA. You can read DNA. So they sit there, and they, you know, they make a copy of your shit and put it on a all the paper, and they go, "Look, the DNA matches." Who's 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 checking this shit? Oh, the police. You mean the police that I fucking just watched 42 episodes on fucking Netflix of them setting motherfuckers up and sending people to jail because of teeth prints and foot, fake ass footprints? No toe print is the same. Fuck you. How do I know? Eventually, <laughs> a toe print got to be the same. How much different shit can you do with one thing? That's like saying no guitar chords are the same. There's only six fucking strings. Eventually, you're going to play the same sound and shit. Am I bugging out? <laughs> This is why we can't worry about space, dude. We got too much to worry about here. There's enough, there's enough going on here. I'm telling you, I don't trust that science shit no more. You got to trust science. What science? Which one? No, Even when to, there's no, no shit. No, no, right no. You always have to question science. That's the beauty of science. But you that's always- the problem with science. Nobody's questioning it. Well, that's I watched not, the whole that's documentary. Not, that's not that a shit. science problem. That's a people problem, bro. No, because what it is, is sciences are now strictly getting hired. You know, they work off of the money that's given to them. By the Fed. <laughs> it's given to them to do studies on certain things. And it's given to them for them to come up with what they wanted to say. So they come up with it to say By that. By the Fed. <laughs> yeah. And then they never, it's, it's not able to be reproduced. So how is that? And no one's double checking it. And they said, because there's no money in double checking it. What, what do you get out of proving something wrong? You get two wastes of a lot of money. <laughs> the people who initially researched it and then the people who proved them wrong. Because then you're exactly, just at a, then you're no, a loss no, and you don't have a product to sell. That's you know the what they need to do? Just like they did with the vaccinations, they need to add incentives to scientists who can prove you know, theories wrong. But it's not profitable, bro. <laughs> but it would be if there was an incentive. In other words, if you're able to prove this theory wrong, you get a certain amount of money. 
Yeah, like if you, you know, like when doctors were finding money. people with the COVID and they were paying doctors for every COVID fucking uh, positive they got. Yeah, but Brian's out in Florida, man, where it's where it's uh, safe. They still have free. They still have freedoms and liberties out there, you know, depending on what side of it you're on. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> it's a little crazy out there in Florida Wrong. and big up to New York, man. It's bugging out there in New York, too, man. You know, uh, Rated G's heart goes out to whoever got fucking injured on that subway shit. And I hope they find that, dude. You heard you heard what happened on the subway, Brian? Oh, yeah, 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 yep. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy how easy that is to happen. You know, like when you think about it, it's like, oh, it's anybody crazy how can do it, that how it hasn't happened want. before, right? Like it hasn't happened already before. Right, right. And uh, yeah, the guy is the guy still on the run? Do they catch him? No one's, ever, no one's ever. Hold on. No one's ever shot somebody on the subway before. No, no, I don't mean ever shot someone on the subway, but like came in right, and like, like just that. opened fire on everybody in the subway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Forget about throwing down the canisters of gas. You know, people have been shot on subways, but just open fire in a a car at random people. I don't know. I don't know if that's happened. You could double check me. But my lifetime, I don't remember that. You know, I remember Bernie Getz. I don't know if you know that dude. That's the dude. He like became a vigilante because they kept like robbing him and shit. So he got tired of it. Went on the subway with a gun. Waited for motherfuckers to come and start shit with him and then shot him. Three dudes, I think, if I'm correct. When was this? It sounds like they should have uh, made a movie about this. Oh, they probably definitely did. They probably definitely did. Because it was a big, it was a big thing, you know, the whole vigilante shit. And a lot of people had his back. You know, I think this was like late 80s. Yeah. Yeah, that I had my like girl my teens. I had my girl come over at eight. She lives in Brooklyn. She came over at eight at eight a.m. this morning. And uh she was fine, but she was on like a different train or whatever. But I was like, oh, I would have felt really bad if uh, I made her come all the way out here. She got, she got shot just so I could you think uh, just so I should get some early, early uh, pussy, you know, that would have been a little fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been like, damn, that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely should not watch the show. <laughs> my bad. I would have been like, damn, that's my bad. <laughs> she's got a good sense of humor. She's got to have a good sense of humor, you know? Oh, That's to be important. with this dude, I already know. I can only imagine. My son says I'm dark, like, with my humor. People always say, oh, it must be so much fun living with him. And he'll be like, and I'm like, don't he look happy? Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> ain't happy living with me, man. Dude, she's darker than me. A lot of these chicks are have like darker sense of humor, and that's what I that's what I love when they when they like the uh, when they can like one up you on, on dark humor. That's uh, that's a huge plus, you know. We have a twisted sense of humor in this house, for sure. Me, yeah, me, me, me and my lady. Yes, we do. Yeah, it's great. It keeps things. It's you know when things. Brian's when lady's like funny. Brian thinks his lady's funny. You think your lady's funny too? Very can funny. She, can she tell a good story? Uh, I don't know about story. Yeah, I think she could tell a pretty good story. We ha- I haven't uh, I haven't had to listen to too many of her stories yet, but I'm sure I'll report back. T- after Tina, Tina, has <laughs> Tina has the writing brain. She's a very, yeah. very, very good, very good. She, she, she's, she's a writer. Very good writer. Oh, okay. With stuff like that. Yeah. Plan out ideas and stuff like that. Very good with that. Yeah. Also yeah, a good man, artist. A, really? She does it all. Sounds like the total package over there. Don't fuck that up. You'll be this out on the street. You'll be out on the She got caught in a plane on fire. What was the spirit, right? When that spirit plane got caught on fire, this lady was on it. 
Really? You almost she had went Rambo. Out, right? She went Rambo on that shit, yo. She was like <laughs> fucking ripping through bodies to get off that plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, she knows what's up, bro. She knows what she, she, yeah, she knows how to handle herself, man. Hopefully, it's not some final destination shit where it's like it's coming, it's coming for, her and you're you're in the uh, crossfire. You know, <laughs> I don't think I, don't I, think that's I just it. watched like Final Destination Five. I think it is. It's crazy, dude. With Those the movies are insane. But what's the one with the tanning booth? There's one with the tanning booth. That's I'm like, whoever comes one. up with this, these, the these people one. are sicker than any comic you know, and they're able to just get away with it. Isn't that crazy? Scotch free because they're just like, oh, it's a movie. It's like, yeah, it's people still a get sick, offended. twisted thing. People will get offended at the shit we say, but no one's offended at these movies that show like kids being abused and them fucking, yeah. you know, torturing, mad torture, and all this shit. They're not offended by that. They're offended by fucking. Fucking offends yeah. them. You know, yeah. dicks and tits offend them. But not knives and guns and like saw. The movie saw didn't offend nobody. No, it was like a it was like rated G. <laughs> yeah, but magic, gross. magic and shit, bro. Like Harry Potter. Tons of people got pissed about that. Yeah. They didn't like that shit at all. But that not, magic uh, shit, they don't want Christian. their kids. They don't want their kids watching that magic shit, but they let them watch Disney. All the, sub, all the subliminal dicks in Disney. Yeah. We're gonna Why go there's so many dicks in Disney, man? Are we going to go in on Disney right now? Are we going to do this again? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never work in Disney. Disney might try to kill me, man. One day I might come home. It'll be dark and shit. Fucking Mickey will be sitting on my couch and shit, smoking like a fucking blunt. Oh, you're talking yeah. shit about me. I heard you were talking shit in your podcast about my company. I'll be like, yo, I was just kidding there, man. Then you see Donald and Goofy come out the back room and shit behind me. There's plastic on the floor. I'm like, yo, guys, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Dis- Disney owns a lot of media, so it's uh, they're probably only getting bigger. So I'll uh, I'll reserve comment on uh Yeah, on yeah, you, I don't yeah. want to fuck up your your shit. What's this? <laughs> oh, the dicks. Oh yeah, the dicks, dude. It's All so the dicks. Funny. Yeah, that's that's a penis. <laughs> so weird. Who's this guy that just breaks it down for? Yeah, this dude's just showing you all the, the penises. The boner, the right? that dude. What's that one? It's going too fast. Oh, this one—he's got a boner in. It's so funny. Oh, that, that oh, no way! That. that can't be real. That can't be real. That, that can't huge. be real. Someone's got to get the real Dumbo movie now. That cannot be real. They did not have Dumbo's dick hanging out like that. <laughs> that one's crazy. It's like some of them, they didn't even try to hide it. They're just like, hey, well, you know a, what it is? It goes quick. Dick. It goes quick. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's frame by frame, down. you know? Yeah, they're showing it frame by frame. Oh, I got you. So it was just like one asshole in the, in the drawing room that was Look like, let me dude, see if I can get away with this. He got fingers that are dicks. <laughs> he got dick fingers. Look at that. Dick fingers. Oh, yeah. Dick and toes, his shoes. Too. <laughs> dick feet. They love dicks in that, huh? Yo, you think someone got fired for this? Or you think they were like... that dick. Oh, shit. I don't know who had to who had to pay for this. I don't know. Listen, what's no crazy way that's real, the, bro. No oh. way that's real. No that's way crazy. that's real. No way, dog. No way that's real. No way. That, <laughs> Maybe that, they just did it in like real. a quick clip that nobody could see. Maybe they there's could no like, throw it real. in. Dude, there's no way he had a wooden dick popping up. There's no what way. Is, what is subliminal messaging supposed to do? It's supposed to make you make you think about it. So they they want everybody they, to watch in those shows to just mind control. Yeah, mind control. It, it's it's for little kids not to. Why be dicks though? Well, because because <laughs> if if they're the child pedos that they say they are, 
Oh, they want you know, kids when to they be whip like, out yeah. a dick in front of these little kids, they're like, just like, oh, Mufasa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, we have, we have an important question for me, for you. Oh, How please. famous do you want to be? G, I'll leave the rest up to you. That's um, the question, would- Chris. How, how, I would how be many? as famous as famous as I could be, I guess. I don't. I never really thought about that. See, because in the world of of entertainment and and um, conspiracies, mm-hmm. and this is going to happen to you. So be aware, because you're good enough for this to happen to you, mm-hmm. and, and good looking you, enough too, right? Yes, yes, good looking. Yes, enough. they're going to oh, they're tell you you're dope. Thanks, Brian. I do have are. a. I do have a girlfriend though, Brian. So, so, okay. so thank you. <laughs> nah, we just keep it real, man. Don't let, <laughs> don't let the tank tops fool you, man. This is just the this is just the fucking white beater episode. Yo, it's gonna happen though. He ain't lying. They're gonna come up to you and say you're the, you're dope, and you are. And then they're gonna you know start bringing you around, showing you places, you know, telling you they're gonna you know do mad shit for you. They're gonna show it to you by you getting good shows and starting to make some money. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you're going to be with that same dude that's been hanging out with you for dinners and everything. He's going to bring you to the crib one day and it's going to be like seven big muscle dudes in a circle, a semicircle rather. The yeah. circle don't close until you go in the middle. They're all going to take turns on me. And, and they, you know, they just, you know, put you on your knees and they say, how famous do you want to be? <laughs> you got to start with one. You so the question one, is, you are you, you going to do all seven? Do you want to be sucking seven dicks famous? Something about that number seven in the whole realm of the conspiracy world. Yeah, seven seems like a lot. <laughs> Maybe one or two, you can you can get it out of your head pretty quick and be like, yeah, did it for, I well, did it for my all, family. Dude, I did dude, it for the dude. generational let's, wealth, you know? Yeah, yeah, let's keep it real, though. You say you can get it done quick. We're talking blowjobs, dog. It's not yeah, going to yeah. be quick. unless for some reason i'm really good at it and i didn't even know you know yeah (laughs) maybe i just happen to be really good at it i mean i actually uh i actually had a crazy blowjob story recently i go to the gym near me new york sports club on astoria on 30th and uh i'm in the sauna just chilling and it's always kind of like homoerotic in there but it's always like pretty under control sometimes guys will be like brian and they'll be like oh you're really handsome or something like that you know <laughs> they must know your roommate they probably know your roommate <laughs> so they'll be like so sometimes that'll happen I'll just be like yeah it's fine and i'll put it in my headphones so i'm not gonna be rude but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna entertain it really the other day i'm in there with two other guys i put my headphones in i close my eyes i open my eyes and one of them's blowing the other one like probably three in a in a small sauna so i'm very just uncalled for right man un- un- it was crazy i couldn't believe it i was like this isn't really happening right now is it and it was it actually <laughs> did you, happened did you say something I would have let out a, I think oh! I, yeah, I think I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then uh, they kind of looked think at me. You don't remember? If you were like, <laughs> it Yo, all happened so fuck? fast. I, I know I said, what the fuck in my head. I'm pretty sure I said it out <laughs> You don't loud. know if it came out your mouth? <laughs> a cock came out of my mouth. That's what came out of my mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't lie. It, What's sad is that that story is a lot better than what I thought you was going to say. I thought you were going to say you said? fell asleep. You know, you opened your eyes and some dude was blowing you. <laughs> I'd have been like, "What?" <laughs> that's what I. Yeah, I mean, that's the say. next. That's the next shoe to drop because these guys are so fearless in there. Like when I open my eye, I mean, first of all, I'm in a room 
we're in a, a five foot by five foot room. The fact so that they, they were had right the balls, near you. The fact that they had the you balls got woken up that. because the dude hit you with his knee. Yeah, they're so close <laughs> to me, and, and I think they you're, just you're know what I have. Mm-hmm. I have a look on my. I have a look about me that says I'm not going to do shit, and they were right. I didn't do shit. I was just like, did, oh. did you leave? Yeah, I was, and I said like, I guess it's my time to leave, and they both kind of looked at me like, yeah, why don't you, uh, why don't you get out of here? If you're not going to hop in, why don't you get out? Oh shit! Yeah, it was crazy. And everybody I've told that story to is like, yeah, man, that's what happens in in guy saunas. That happens all the time. I'm like, that seems like a little. That seems a little excessive. The question you know? now becomes, are you going to be doing those saunas anymore? I've been back there. I've been back to the scene of the crime a bunch. I love the sauna. Sauna's really good for you. Besides gay sex, you there's change other purposes. gyms, bro. You there's other go purposes to a sauna besides gay sex. People don't know that. There's a lot of benefits to it. <laughs> also gay sex, but... I don't even know where to go with this right now. So I really don't know where to go with this because you're fucking with me, dog. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I would have went back. I like the sauna a lot. It's part of my. I don't give a fuck if I like the sauna a lot. You know what you do, dude. You know what you do. You sit on your toilet. You put a little. You put a little. You put a little towel over your toilet. You let yeah. the shower run as hot as it can run. You yeah. close the door and the windows. Build up the steam. Get the sauna going. You know, and and no dicks. Yeah, I mean, I've been back in, and it's it's got the same vibe in there. It's got the vibe in there that it could happen at any moment, and then. But it's, it's like, only happened once. It's only happened once, so I well, guess I should be. Once, I guess once I'm fortunate. In there, it's definitely happened more than once in that sauna. They were very comfortable with it happening in there, so yeah, Aren't I could tell it was not their first time. Sitting? Um, do you yeah. wear shoes when you go in there? I hope you don't, I don't wear, wear shoes. barefooted. I go barefoot. Yeah. Oh, Dude, come on, man! Whoa. Whoa, what is that? What is it's that? A, it's a spunk <laughs> fucking room, son. You walking in spunk, yo. You There's a guy that comes in and mops all the time. You got, he's yeah, mopping like, sure. he's mopping like every 10 minutes. water that he uses yeah, every 10 minutes. <laughs> and maybe they have him going in there more often now to kind of keep people on their toes. I don't think but, that's where they're on. No, I don't think so either. I think they're pretty, they're pretty reckless with it. That is fucking insane. See, that's why I don't go to gyms. <laughs> I definitely listen. Even if I went to a gym, I'm not getting in the showers. Like when I yeah. used to go to gym in school, I didn't get. In, I never took a shower in school, ever. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I never did in school either. I'm not doing that shit in the gym. Yeah. The only time I'm ever gonna be taking a fucking shower, which I never will, because that would be in prison, and I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna get in prison. I'm not going to prison. Those days are over. They should have got me back in the day when I was doing crimes. I'm not doing that shit no more. So I ain't going to prison. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So I ain't, I ain't showering no dudes, man. Do you use the showers there? I'll use a shower, but it's like a private, it's like a private shower. So I'll go in the sauna, then I'll do a cold shower, then I'll go back and I'll go back in the sauna. Cold oh, dude, shower. You're going, you're going in the sauna twice. I'm going, I'm pretty reckless with it. I yeah, kind of feel going, like you're just asking for it now. Exactly. Man. That's what everybody's telling me. They're like, yeah, what do you expect? And now I guess. Now you can't even say nothing, man. No, now you, now now you don't like even have the right happens. to leave. Yeah, now I got to sit there and watch it next you time. got to sit there and watch it. Really learn my lesson. Oh. Yeah. That's, um. <laughs> Dude, that might have been one of the weirder stories we've ever heard on the show. For sure. Top it's up there with Tommy Chong shitting in the shower story. Yes. It's oh, up I, had a sh- I had a shitting in the shower story, too. Oh, I, I Same gym? 
Oh, this was a, a kid I played basketball with in high school. We lost, we lost the game, and he was like pissed that we lost or something. So, so he shit in, the shit in the shower. He didn't like tell anybody. And then we get we get to school the next day. They call the whole team down to the office. They're like, "Who shit in the shower?" And we were like, "Nobody would do that." And then Nobody eventually, they somebody got, would. Eventually, they got the kid to admit to it, and you got uh, you got You'd be trouble. surprised where people would shit. Yeah, and we were just like, "What the fuck?" My are you son doing? was working like, in a movie theater. And at the end of the movie, you know how they got to go and clean up the cornish, the popcorn that's on the floor and shit? He said no. there was a couple sitting that was left in the theater. He's sweeping up and he comes to the aisle in front of them and he looks down. He goes, <laughs> and he looks at them and goes, did you do that? And I said, what the fuck made you think they did it? He said, dude, I was just bugging. They shit in the fucking movie theater. That's what, crazy. What's wrong with people? Oh, man. What I mean, you, no, you don't. You, you, I mean, you can't hit pause at the movie theater, bro. You got to go. You want to see that scene. You know, it could have been, it could have been like the climax of the movie, bro. You don't want to get up. You got to go. You just, you go right on the floor. It's just so That's how I was raised. You're so vulnerable at that time. Like to do it in a public, public place. If somebody walks in on you, I mean, your whole. There's life, people there. They're watching the movie. They have to have done it while people are watching the movie. If you what have if a it makes job. noise. Yeah, like, what if it decides or... to, like, you know, blow the whistle on you, yo? And you're not wiping. You know you're not wiping at that point. You're just I mean, they might have stuff. papers. They might have, they might have <laughs> tissue from the popcorn. They've done it enough. Yeah, it seems like somebody that's doing that, it's not their first time doing it. Yeah, they, they it, pretty much know how to go. It's yo, But it's the risk-reward risk is just insane. The risk-reward. <laughs> it's just astronomically low. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. But, but Chris, on, on, going back real quick, man, you're going to have to get yourself some shower shoes. At least some flip-flops, dog. Don't be going in there barefooted. I got flip-flops, yeah. I should wear them, but I'm always don't, just, don't, I, don't. I never think to, because that's just another thing to bring to the gym. I'm lucky if I, I'm lucky if I remember it's my worthwhile, towel. It's worthwhile to put, just put them in the backpack. You might want to even bring those things that you put over your eyes when you go to sleep. Yeah, but then you run so the I risk of people it. thinking that that's you know that you're just opening up for invitation. You don't want to know hey, anything. Have your way with me, fellas. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out for ten minutes. Do whatever you want to me. <laughs> oh, that's man. what that's saying. That's what the blindfold is saying. That's what the blindfold is saying, dude. <laughs> that's what it's saying. Yeah, you for probably sure. will leave the blindfold at home, but definitely get the slippers. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll and, look into it. And, I feel like my and you might want to look at enough. like. You might want to look at like like maybe tattooing eyes on your lids so that when you are sleeping, it just looks like yeah. you're staring at them. You should I'm still watching. Yeah, you should also talk to your doctor about getting a steady prescription of antibiotics for sure, and just you just take one every day, you know, and just to have that. Yeah, you know, that would that would pre workout that would fuck up your immune system, dog. That's I drink a lot mean. of cam- I drink a lot of kombucha. That's like kombucha. you're one of those why am i not healthy. surprised that you drink a lot of kombucha <laughs> yeah man i'm on the uh i'm on the joe rogan uh diet you know sauna cold shower kombucha i have a feeling you're gonna be the <laughs> jizz next on like the feet is not jizz on jizz on the feet <laughs> yeah that's one that not a lot of people talk about but that's important too i mean i don't know if it's actually like for all i know it's better than moisturizer but I would say you just don't want it. You don't want the next man's moisturizer on your toes. No, unless it's unless it's something no something less. really special. Unless there's no it's one less, Chris. Chris. <laughs> there's no one less, Chris. Chris, listen to me, totally. There's no one less. 
<laughs> no one loves Chris. I'm just trying to think of a reason why. There is no reason. Yeah, don't I even try. Don't even. It. Don't put your mind on that rabbit hole. I'm trying to play good. devil's advocate to why There's I should no have jizz, Why I should let men jizz on my feet, and I just you can't should never. It out. No, no. If anything, do it to yourself. Right, and try it out. See how it goes. Yeah. Right. You know, at least it's yours. Yeah, exactly. But you want to know what? At least you know you have a room that you could just, if you want, just fucking jerk off. Yeah, because nobody can say shit to me at that. No, point. no one can say I'll nothing like, to you. I mean, they're sitting there like blowing from, each other. You, you, you yeah, you might not want to do it while they're blowing each other, because once again, right. it's the wrong message. <laughs> then they try to get me involved, and I'm like, hey, 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 how could you possibly? Hey, hey, there'll be none of that. How could you, you just possibly keep doing think what you're I doing? Watch. I'm almost done. Yeah, <laughs> my mind is somewhere totally different. It's not at all. I'm just looking at the wall the whole time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason, this is where every conversation goes with me. It always ends up getting... getting it always ends point. up in a sauna with, with men. Somebody blowing somebody, you know? I can't <laughs> help it. I don't know what my brain is trying to tell me, but... I got a question. Was that in any way an inspiration for that joke you got about going... uh? Saying I thought it was going to be a bunch of men just blowing each other, going to a gay bar. That was different. No, I actually did go to a gay That actually, I just went to a gay bar once, and I think I thought that that's what it was going to be. But no, I wasn't actually blowing guys in the bathroom, but I think that's no, what that I, 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 I didn't think. Say. I didn't think that, but I thought maybe because you saw a dude getting blown in the bathroom, that's what inspired the joke. I actually have another one about the sauna. Before that even happened to me, I was like, I feel like there's always gay guys in here, or at least like closeted gay guys in here. And that inspired a joke where I was like, I think uh, whenever I'm in the sauna, there's always a closeted gay man in there with me, uh, even when I'm alone. So I'm the closeted gay one. Yeah, <laughs> Again, I, I end up always being gay, somehow gay in gay everything. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> seems to be a theme throughout my life. It seems to be a theme throughout your life. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why you have to go to pickup artists. You're overcompensating. Definitely you run, yourself that you're running, <laughs> running from something for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. Are you at the pair tonight? I'm at the pair midnight tonight, baby. Tate, Tate Winston show. Great. Right. Tate Winston. Very cool, man. Do you yeah. have anything coming up next week that you want to promote? next week? I'm at the pair pretty much every night. Come to the pair and uh, buy tickets from me if you see me on the street. Yeah, man. The Grizzly Pair, like I, like we were saying, man, it's just a dope spot. Go check out Chris. Where would they follow you, man? How do they follow you? Uh, what do you got? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook? Yeah. What do you got? Instagram, uh, at Chris Kimback. Um, pretty much everything that? is at Chris Kimback. Uh, Chris, C-H-R-I-S-K-I-N-B-A-C-K. All right, there it is. We got it up. There you go. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. This, this uh, Brian is a super producer, man. Oh, yeah, no, nah, he's no joke. He's on that he shit. He does it all. I keep him on his toes because I be saying some crazy shit. Like, when we do the podcast by ourselves, I be saying some crazy shit. And yeah, he's like, always, oh, yeah. like, right away fact-checking me to see if what I'm saying is real. And then, then he'll, be looking at the, he'll be looking at the thing. He'll be like, be like, I told you, dog. I told you. I be blowing his head sometimes, man. He's got to be careful. Some of the stuff he doesn't want to type into Google in case they ever check through his... Uh... Check oh, through his search history. He's they're, the one they're, going they're down. They're all for, over you know? me and Gary, bro. They're, they're oh, yeah, dude. We're banned everywhere already. It's horrible. That's why I say, like, if people want to, like, fucking, if they want to cancel me, just go to any episode. 
in yeah, and it's over. Episode, it's a wrap. I guarantee that I say something that you shouldn't that, say. That if somebody wants to try to cancel me on, they probably could. What are you gonna fucking do? You know? Yeah, yeah. But yo, gotta man, speak your truth, baby. I want to thank you for coming on the show, dude. I asked you yesterday, and you were like, "Yeah, no doubt, I'll come on." And we, boom, look at that, one, two, three. That's accessibility right there, and I appreciate. Yeah, you. I don't know what that says about got, me that my schedule that my schedule is that wide open. I got a question: Do you work busier. during the day? Do you work during the day, or you just do comedy? I, I do. I'll do some uh, like odd jobs. I work at a coffee shop sometimes. I'll do. Uh, I was doing uh, deliveries, uh, Uber Eats, and shit like that. All right. So I'm kind of always always got my toe in different different jobs and shit, but it's like every time I do, I'm like, damn, I kind of want to get back to doing comedy and shit, and that's always yeah, nice New and York, stuff like man. that. So it's like, I was, I was actually blessed to have this AC thing fall on my lap because in New York, yeah. it's so fucking hard to get steady, steady money. Right. We're, we're right. steady every week. You know, you're gonna have that much. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but hey, it's good, man. Grind, so far, so good. Don't I even sweat it, dude. Stay in it, because I guarantee you, dude. When I tell you people, this is the motherfucker to watch right now. He's the first one that we've had on my motherfuckers to watch episodes. <laughs> this is the motherfucker to watch right here, man. My man, Chris, man, he's an absolute beast on stage. Follow him. Go check him out over at the Grizzly Pair. Uh, producers, book him. You know what I'm saying? Comedy clubs, pass him. Whoever follows us and listen, you know, I give him the stamp of approval. Not that that means anything, but. You know. It does, man. Like I said, this is the highlight of my career so far. So thanks for uh, thanks I for having me. On, I appreciate Gary. you having it on. Thanks, I, really, I really wanted to have you on, so I appreciate you coming on. Um, Brian, check out Brian. Uh, what is the what is the call again? Um, soul only, only in soul.com. Only in soul.com. Uh, check out only in soul.com. If you got a podcast, yeah. reach out to him through there. Anything like that. You got any kind of art and shit that you want to get out there? Go to uh, only in soul. And follow me, Gary G. Garcia, Instagram, Facebook. You can find me over at the pair doing the midnight show with my man Chris at the Not Quite Tuesday Midnight Show on Mondays. And uh, from Tuesday to Sunday, you can catch me over at AC, two shows a night. Go to acjokes.com. Also, this episode was brought to you by Triple X Playground. Fellas, if, you know, uh, your sex life has gotten uh, down, and it's just boring, and you find yourself after having sex with your lady running into the bathroom to pop off two more, or ladies, if your man, you know, finishes, and then you got to reach into that fucking top drawer and take care of yourself, go to triplex.com and uh, triplexplayground.com and pick yourself up the board game. Triple X Playground, it's only the sex, the best sex board game ever made. Go check it out. And uh, who's all the sponsor? Shout out to And It Was Good, uh, spreading good news out to the world and also uh, selling great uh, Delta 8 and CBD products. Uh, What's good CBD? Check them out. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Hell yeah. Thanks, guys.